Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. We've got a real mix for you in today's podcast, brought to you by the team at Vegan Food and Living, the UK's best-selling vegan magazine. We're talking Shambhala and what Molly had to eat while she was there, uh, the TikTok trends that I've been trying in the kitchen. We also touch on climate change and the food within our own uh, plant-based diets that we can choose that make a difference and have less of an impact. And then we're chatting to the vegan queens about homophobia, diversity, uh, the link between oppression and veganism and the things that they enjoy cooking when they're at home. Well, I'm pleased to say <laughs> that Molly made it back just about in one piece from Shambhala, although just, um, just yeah. about, just about, as you can tell from my voice. Well, this is the good voice. This is this is the best it's been since coming back. It's an improvement on yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it's an improvement on yesterday because I'm not crying. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you if you don't come back crying from a festival, then you haven't had a good time, have you? You know, <laughs> you go to a festival, exactly. Oh, but oh my God, everyone just needs to go to Shambhala. <gasps> like everyone needs to go because it's just another world. It's just oh when I think back to it I just feel so happy like I didn't have any anxieties the whole weekend and that's so mad for me like that's actually so like whenever I go out recently I've been quite bad at like it'll come to quite late in the night and I'll be like I need to go home like this is too much for me I need to go home but I didn't feel it once I was just like I want to keep going like I'm I just want to see what else is out there yeah I was I was the last one going back to the tent like I was out I was out doing my boyfriend who is like a Shambhala vet like he has been so many times and he was just like I'm gonna go to bed and I was like (laughs) I'll see you there (laughs) no don't stop the party do you know Uh, what I might go I might go next year because it's quite nice being so late in the summer isn't it Oh, and it's so, it's like the perfect size. You could 
be sort of at a tent somewhere and be like, oh, I just needed it back to tent. And you'd be there and back within 20 minutes. Oh, that's so much better than Glastonbury. I know. That's, like... my, that's my thing. Like Glastonbury is just... I love Glastonbury, don't get me wrong, but this is just completely different. There's no expectations. Like yeah. you can just be so silly. I yeah. was just so silly the whole weekend and there was no one being, I'm not saying, you know, people that go to Glastonbury or whatever are judgy, but there was just no, yeah, there was just no judgment. You could just be whoever you wanted and everyone yeah. was just like, everyone was so kind. That is yeah. the best thing to say. Everyone was just so kind. Oh, that sounds I'm so <laughs> jealous. It's not fair. I want to go. I'm I'm not ready for the summer to be over. It's like No, I know. Ugh. And today it's like freezing. I'm wearing a jumper. Oh, and it's God. like very autumnal weather. I gotta be honest, I'm kind of I'm kind of happy that it is. I feel like I need to put the brakes on summer. <laughs> I know what you mean. It's been like it's, yeah it's been sort of full pelt let's enjoy all the sunshine hasn't it and I know and it's like oh I can just have a rest and put a cozy, cozy cover up I've, on <laughs> I've got one more I've got my day festival this Saturday coming up right. um and that is my that'll be the last thing I'm never going out ever again <laughs> <laughs> yeah right we'll hold you to that <laughs> okay please do. What, what was the food like I'm guessing well it was oh. we, we talked about it last week didn't we we said it was all like meat and fish free so all, all meat and fish free there was dairy there but a lot of it it was like 70% vegan uh, milk um which was just amazing the food oh my god so good I was just eating so well all day we were like we'll do you our own breakfast stuff and then we'll have lunch and dinner out um but we were just having breakfast lunch and dinner out because it was just so good yeah it was just breakfast was classic like hash browns whatever um and just hash browns for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> um but there was like smoothie bowls um well lots of just like standard breakfast camping food but then um for lunch what were my favorite places so there's a place called dosa which was um kind of like have you had a dosa pancake before no i don't think so it's like um like an indian pancake yeah i think it might be sri lankan um and it's like a very sour, bitter tasting pancake. It's very, uh, very, very thin. And then it was filled with like dal. And then it had like onion bargies on the side. You could get three giant onion bargies, genuinely the size of my head for five pounds. Oh my God. Oh, it was that's... so good. I love sort of savory pancakes and crepes. I might try and recreate mm. those. That was, yeah, do it. Because yeah, dose was really, really easy. Um, and then what else did I had? There was tofu tacos the first thing I ate which was so good um pizza which was really really nice it was like this sort of they'd made their own cheese of from tofu and nutritional yeast and sort of stuff nice. like that it was it was really really nice um oh and then there was one place I didn't actually get it but I just ate all of my boyfriends because <laughs> I was just like no I'm not hungry but then I seen his I was like okay I'm hungry now I need to um, try this for the podcast I need Give to try to this I need to try this so it's from a place called Tibetan Kitchen and they're based up in Manchester. And oh my God, I've never tasted food like it in my life. It was just so well done. It was just like a chickpea and spinach sort of curry dish thing um, with rice and a dal and the thing called a momo, I think it was, which oh. 
kind of like a dumpling, which was yeah. fried. Oh my God, it was so good. The flavors were just amazing. Like really, really, um, what, what would you say? Kind of like very rich in cardamom mm. um, and like fennel and just all the lovely things that I yeah. just love. All oh. the spices. That's the best thing all about the festivals. Spices. It's all that world food, isn't it? Like the street oh. food. And you just get to sample so many different cuisines. Yeah. That and you just you... wouldn't try normally. Yeah. And like, as you said, they, these are restaurants that are, you know, up and down the country. So places that you just wouldn't normally go. Well, you probably wouldn't get a chance to go through half the year. Yeah. Um, unless you actually went to that place. So, and it was nice to to just see places that weren't from London. Yeah. And that were kind of, do you know what I mean? Like from different parts of the country, which was really, really nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. The food. Oh, so good. And then you can come home and sort of try and recreate it, can't you? Cause... That's my plan. Yeah. I've been, um, well, we've been in my family, we've been um, doing some TikTok cooking. So, Ooh, I love that. <laughs> um, so my daughter's been making the vodka pasta that seems to be a trend. Love. Classic. Um, obviously the vegan version of it and it's so nice I don't Um, think I've ever tried it does it taste like vodka no but it's like creamy and tomatoey and Mm. just yeah really I love a tomato pasta yeah but it's it's sort of yeah it's just like yeah it's it's nice sort of carby comfort food and then I did um I did the cucumber salad that's doing the rounds so you get the cucumber and you slice it sort of halfway through on a slant and you turn it over and, and you do slice. it the other way yeah, yeah and then I've it's like all, like a springy coil mm, I've been wanting to do that yeah and then you marinate it in um what was it soy sauce garlic chili um trying to think what else sesame oil yeah I tasted sesame oil I think it was peanut oil the one I had but I didn't have any of that so I just used um the taste of sesame oil um yeah I can't think what else went in it now mm. but it, I mean you can just you know you can just make any old marinade can't you that you enjoy yeah um, all the lovely flavors yeah. maybe some rice wine vinegar yes I think that was in it as well and then I put some um spring onions and some peanuts salted peanuts on top for a bit of crunch it was so good oh I've been wanting to do that because it just looks so cool I've seen people obviously when you get the chopsticks and then you just bring it up and it's all yeah springy. it's yeah. a bit mad yeah it's really easy though if I can do it Molly you can definitely do it so okay yeah do us a reel okay <laughs> I will I'll do it real. I'll get back to my cooking that's the one thing as well I've been so looking forward to just cooking my own food again yeah because obviously we went to Devon and then we only really had two days um, and then we obviously went to Shambhala. So I've not really been spending much time in the kitchen. So I'm just and I've not really been spending much time in the kitchen since I've been back, to be honest. I've just been kind of very easy foods. Um, <laughs> whatever you can find. Just whatever I ready can made. find. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm back. I'm back, baby. <laughs> Well, in other news, vegan Kit Kats are back, aren't they? Um, mm. So this has sort of come out over the weekend um, that because they they kind of launched and then they disappeared. And what they didn't tell us was, well, I don't th- I don't remember reading. No, it, it was a it was a trial. Yeah, they um, did not say that. I wonder no. if that was kind of just sort of, I don't know a fallback because loads of people called them out for it didn't they just be like you did it for maybe two weeks yeah and then maybe it was a bit longer than two weeks but it was 
a short time yeah. and then it just went away. Exactly. <laughs> and, and we're all trawling all the supermarkets going, let's get some more of those Kit Kats yeah. and they're just gone. So yeah, I think it was a trial just in the UK, wasn't it? And now they're yes. rolling it out uh, in 15 European countries, including mm-hmm. the UK. Yeah. So um, yeah, so that's pretty cool. I know that Nestle, um, you know, is a company that divides a lot of vegans. For sure. Um, but if you, you know, if you just love those Kit Kats or you're new to veganism or whatever, then, um, you know, they will be back on the shelf soon. So, yes. And I don't, I think last time they were a pound, weren't they? How much are they now? I don't know. They've oh. not confirmed. This is the thing. They've not confirmed dates. They've not confirmed prices. They've not confirmed where they're going to be because last time it was Sainsbury's only and for one pound. Oh, but okay. That could change. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, the other thing that's been in the news is a big study of um, our food choices. I mean, everybody's talking about the climate crisis at the moment, rightly so. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's been a conversation going on for well, decades now, but it seems to really be ramping up. I think as everyone kind of sees, you know, what a hot, dry summer we've had. Yeah. And the impact the f- of it, we're all witnessing it now. Exactly. We're living it. Yeah, the floods in India. It's just kind of like, whoa, this is this is happening. Like mm-hmm. right now, it's not going to happen. It's happening right now. So yeah. this this study um, looked at fifty seven thousand products um, and their impact, and um, it found that veggie sausages and burgers were ten times better uh, for the environment than meat alternatives, which you know we kind of all know already. But, yeah. Um, Within within that, obviously, there's things that we can do within our vegan diets. So I'm just sending this issue of, uh, sorry, the October issue of Vegan Food Living to print. And we've um, teamed up with uh, an organization called Clamato. Mm. And um, they look at the the sort of impact of our food choices. And yeah, really interesting statistics in there. Things like what's better, rice, pasta or potatoes? Oh, what is better? Um, well, rice is the worst. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because you have to flood the fields. But there are, you know, again, within that, you've got different types of rice, which are better, you know, than others. Mm-hmm. Um, but pota- yeah, potatoes come out on top. And obviously, they're a British staple. So I was going to say transport, transportation. Yeah. Yes. But it's, yeah. it's such a complex issue, though, because it was also, you know, the article was also saying, and don't forget to pick up your copy when it goes. Yeah, we're not leak. We're not leaking. Yeah. At all. <laughs> um, in two weeks, obviously, it's got a lot more information in there. It's uh, on sale fourteenth of September. Um, but yeah, it was saying that um, you know it's not local is not always best. Sometimes mm. it's, it's mainly seasonal because you could buy something that's locally grown, but it's it's not in season so it could be using a ton of heat lamps or yeah whatever else so it's not it's not easy and this is why we need food labeling with you know what is the climate impact of our clarity just yes. that's all it is it's just clarity because as you say when you try and get it like complex it's like right okay I'm going to eat locally but as you say it might, I might get these tomatoes from down the road, but they might have a greater carbon footprint than ones that are imported from somewhere else. Because, as you say, we haven't got the weather to grow tomatoes mm. that are edible. 
Well, we might we might do going. Well, forward. we might do. Yeah, yeah we might do. But, I saw uh, that. Um, I saw that we have grown watermelons and avocados uh, and stuff because it's been so hot. Uh, so it's all it's all gone crazy. <sighs> My anxiety can't take this right now. <laughs> just breathe. Just breathe. It's all going to be all right. Breathe. Just breathe. It's no, fine. Just, the thing is, like the your our food choices are one thing that we can all have control of, isn't it? And mm. three times a day or more. Um, I definitely eat more than three times a day. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know, we can make that choice and mm-hmm. we can only keep doing doing our best and reading and, you know, watching and, you know, and just keep making those tweaks. We'll keep listening for our interview with the vegan queens who are a drag act and um, a lot of fun, but also talk about some serious issues within mm. um, veganism. Uh, over the next few weeks, we've got the founder of Mr. Organic talking about the benefits of organic food, whether, you know, we should try to keep spending on it in the midst of the um, cost of living crisis. Yeah. You know, it's not affordable for everybody, but what are the the health benefits and the benefits to the planet if you can afford it? Uh, we've got the Vegan Society's new dietitian. So send Ooh. us your questions, simplyvegan at anthem.co.uk. Anything you want to ask a dietitian, this is your unique moment, your, your unique Love chance this. to access uh, a top uh, dietitian. And um, she's not a nutritionist. A lot of people can call themselves nutritionists with minimal training. A dietitian is kind of like, you know, it's like the creme de la creme of... Oh. Um, so, I need, I'm, I'm going to get my questions ready because yeah, I've got a lot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Are you worried about, you know, your vitamin B or, you know, just anything, anything that you're, you know, you're thinking, am I getting this, um, you know, enough nutrition in my vegan diet or any health problems that you have and you feel like you maybe need to tailor your diet a little bit. And we also have, very excitedly, Ivana Lynch of Harry Potter fame. Um, And she's starting a new podcast with Dr. Melanie Joy, who we had on a few weeks ago. So really looking forward to chatting to them. Yeah, lots of exciting stuff coming up. So don't go away. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and share it with your friends so we can keep bringing you weekly episodes. If you listen to last week's episode, you'll know that I was chatting to Kate Fowler from Generation Vegan, and we were talking about diversity and inclusivity within the vegan movement. And Kate also discussed the work they've been doing with the vegan queens. I'm really excited to say that they're here to chat to me today. Welcome, guys. How are you? Hello. Hello. Very well. Thank you. I'm, I'm lovely. I'm lovely as well. <laughs> so your mother and daughter drag act, Gemini and Miasma. Um, you're also YouTubers. What else do you guys do? You do sort of all sorts, don't you? Oh, it's where to begin. Um, <laughs> we 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 started on a TV show actually in 2016. Uh, it was a, a pre Manchester Pride special for um, a television chat show that at the time I was hosting. Um, and I, I kind of, I, I just kind of, Stuart was a regular guest because Paul and Stuart, two separate people, have always <laughs> have always been the best of friends. And so uh, Paul was like, Stuart, do you fancy doing this show in drag? I'll do you all. <laughs> um <laughs> And we did this this show on TV. It was fabulous. Uh, we got drunk on champagne with two other Manchester drag queens. <laughs> Sounds um, brilliant. <laughs> yeah, and and then after the show, 
uh, I just kind of, well, Gemini said to, at the time, Fräulein, who became my asthma, um, why don't we start a double act? They're, they seem to be quite a rare thing in drag these yeah. days. Mm-hmm. And we thought we we thought we had a nice niche. Um, we'd we'd invented this the vegan queens for this TV show, and it seemed foolish not to carry it on. Um, do you want to take over from there, uh, Maya? Yeah, and, for and... sure. Um, so yeah, everything she says is true. Not that she'd lie. Why would she? But, um, <laughs> as my parent, uh, yeah, it kind of just sort of snowballed from there. Really, we had a little bit of time where we were sort of like oh what should we do um you know do how do we want to pitch ourselves sort of thing into what market and then we sort of we got our first couple of gigs um which were which were local ones and we loved that we realized we really like uh performing for and being a part of um like local communities although since we have gone a bit further afield but you know our kind of roots in the north and in um you know smaller events with sort of I wouldn't say everyday people like I'm Liz Truss or something but um (laughs) do you you know what I mean that sort of um that sort of local level drag really and then I think that's kind of where and you can probably take over here again a little bit more man where we sort of started to because you're the driver for this really incorporate the vegan message into like the gigs we were doing and yeah yeah well we did a lot of stuff on YouTube um because uh, uh, of course you know after those first couple of years uh we developed some characters Rita Ridiculous and Mavis Malarkey uh who were doing vegan recipe vlogs um and they were very funny they were very long uh (laughs) but it was always vegan food um, and then, of course, throughout lockdown, all we had was, was YouTube. So Gemini and Miasma uh, came up with this show called Frock the Fortnite. It's a bit like Mug the Week. Uh, but, with, but without the copyright infringement. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, but I think the core of what we do now is we perform cabaret style at uh, small, local, free pride festivals um throughout the northwest and beyond we've really kind of built a name for ourselves as the vegan queens uh we always sing live everything from from musical theater to uh modern pop yeah um and we have a great time doing it we did it, it looks like you've had a brilliant pride season just by sort of scrolling through your social media um, so why veganism then? Presumably you weren't always vegan or, you know, when you met, were you was one of you vegan? How did it no, come about? We were both vegetarian. Yeah. Right. And uh, try and cut a long story short, I, the, we have a mutual friend called Dominic Berry, who's a Manchester poet, um, very talented guy. And he's been a vegan for a long, long time. Uh, and I kept posting, I was like, on Facebook, I'm going back nine years now. Oh, look at me happy egg frittata. Doesn't it look lovely? And, <laughs> you know, um, and it's got a block of cheddar cheese in it and it's gorgeous. And uh, Dominic was very gently saying, Paul, I know you're vegetarian, but um, d- d- do look into the egg and the dairy industry. He wasn't sharing any graphic content with me. He He kind of, what he did was he opened the door. Yeah. 
And then this other friend of mine called Lee uh, watched a documentary on Netflix called Vegucated. Right. And I saw it the first time and it really impacted me. At the time I was a support worker and I was talking to one of the guys I supported about it. And he said, will you watch it with me? And I said, yeah, 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 I don't mind watching it a second time. And it destroyed me. Whether I was more open to it, whether I was my ears were bigger, whether my compassionate side had kicked in, it wasn't just something I was seeing anymore. It was something I was a part of. Mm. And I watched it the second time and I came home to uh, my uh, husband, Jason, and said, we are going vegan from this point forward. And I, that night, I phoned my friend Debbie. I said, you can come and pick up all the corn in my freezer because it was all vegetarian at the time. Yeah. You can come and pick it all up. And I went to Holland Barrett the next day and did my first vegan shop and I've never looked back. And as far as I know, I've made one boo-boo in the eight years and it was in the first three months where I, I had a milkshake from Holland and Barrett. I think it was called No Moo. Right. And I was drinking it and I was like, this is really sweet. Why is this so sweet? And then I checked the ingredients and it had honey in it. And that's that's the the only mistake I've made um, over the eight years. It's been a beautiful journey. And I told my asthma about it. I said, go on. And you said... you know, very short story, really. It's not It's not even as interesting as that. Uh, it's literally, known as I am for bandwagon jumping, she's sort of said, we're going V. No, it's true. It's true. It's positively acrobatic. And um, she said, we're going vegan. And I went, yeah, I'll do that as well. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Pretty much, That's yeah. Simple. And then sort of as, it, as it's gone on, I think we've both kind of, um you know which you you may have seen on the generation v um video generation vegan video i should say since then we've sort of uh both uh, kind of expanded our thinking around veganism and stuff would you agree love yeah um, absolutely. Kind of, absolutely and and how yeah. it relates to intersectional approaches to oppression and so on and so forth so it has obviously since then i've gone from yeah sure i'll do that to, <laughs> oh okay at the same level as my my lovely mother here of going okay this is an intrinsic part of my identity now yeah, yeah, definitely. Actually, I, I would like to mention something here because I think it's quite important. In way before the veganism in 2010, um, when we were just friends, uh, as in we met in 2009, didn't we? That's um, right, yeah. So in 2010, um, it, we there was a, a homophobic attack on um, a PCSO called James Parks in Merseyside. And it was quite horrific and it got real national press. I'm talking about this because it all links in. And we immediately pretty much started to look into homophobic attacks, realised that there were so many still around the world and in many places around the world, it's illegal to be gay. Mm-hmm. It's there's there's a death sentence for it, mm-hmm. uh, and we we'd been very comfortable in our bubbles with our friends and our lives and our places where we were fully accepted, and so it was easy not to see these things outside of ourselves. But when we looked and we saw them, 
we created a company called Pink Triangle Theatre, which ran for 10 years mm-hmm. and toured schools, prisons, workplaces, um, so many places across the UK. We really travelled far and wide with Pink Triangle Theatre. And I think it was that fight against oppression that led to this fight Mm. against oppression because they are, as Miasma said, intrinsically linked. Um, Otherwise, it's species speciesism if you're fighting against oppression against humans it takes the smallest step to include animals in that bracket and to fight against their oppression too definitely yeah Yeah. and I think I think you you know sort of relating that to veganism you get in your bubble don't you and you think you know oh everyone's going vegan now and it's really accepted and everything else and then like you say when you step out of that kind of um you know, that sort of zone or whatever, you realise that, you know, it's not sort of the norm elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much so. So is there much of a vegan presence within the LGBTQIA community or are you kind of, you know, unique? I think, I think there's a small uh, bracket. I, I don't think many people have made that link. Yeah. Um, I do actually, I have an article coming up with Generation Vegan, uh, which I wrote a couple of months ago, um, which is a kind of a call to compassion. It tells the story of how our work with Pink Triangle Theatre led into um, our being kind of influential activist vegans really even through comedy we as we still present an uh, an activist vegan face mm. to the world um uh, and it's yeah these things have become very important and intrinsically linked i think it's the conversation that is starting to sort of come about isn't it and i think it's brilliant like um kate was saying last week you know this is kind of the next step with with the, the whole movement really i think is just kind of opening up these conversations and yeah you know um i think things have sort of moved on so much over the last sort of 5 years with the whole vegan movement and um it's you know it's exciting i think it's really exciting to be you know that you know sort of coming together and and having these chats yeah your I mean your video with Generation Vegan made me cry it was so lovely and just kind of the the music and you just both look amazing and I also watched the video like the day in the life of you guys going up to London and it made me laugh (laughs) with the hotel breakfast I thought oh really like you really feel like when you go to a hotel in London these days you're going to have like this whole vegan spread and it's and it's not it's always the beans and the toast oh, and there's like... but uh, especially uh, especially uh, um, uh, uh, Hilton I know yeah. I it's know it's like come on and I, I, I was at, honestly I was actually and I know it's childish I know it's childish I don't care <laughs> I was really I, I was really offended that the room had been booked very obviously for vegans They'd be, it'd been made very clear to them that there were two vegans having the room and they wouldn't give us any soya milk 
they said it would be available for breakfast but we couldn't have any at the night time that's ridiculous and, and when we went into the room there were little pots of abuse milk <laughs> there um and so i threw them in the bin yeah and put and put awful things on top of them so they can't be used and i was just like <laughs> you know i'm not having that yeah we were fuming i was like i'm gonna dm paris hilton and let her know what's being done in her name if you don't mind <laughs> i love <laughs> she that never, she never replied to me spoiler oh. <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing though it's not just hotels and stuff these days my asthma talk about your flight to chicago because oh, that yes. still so, appalled me yeah 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 no to this day um so i went to chicago with um my day job in uh, february this year it's really exciting really looking forward to go um and as a sidebar to what i'll talk about with the fly um i realized in many ways how lucky we are in the uk um in terms of like availability even of the most basic kind of vegan things you know at your local supermarket and so on and so forth it was an absolute nightmare really? trying to find vegan food abroad. which is strange because as somebody raised in the uk obviously we always see that image of america as yeah. being abun- abundant i mean obviously less so in recent years we all we all have more awareness of what of what these kind of fantasy places are actually like so i think that i was shocked by that but here's the thing so i was on ba and don't bleep their name out because they should own their mistakes Um, (laughs) definitely won't and it was a um it was um i can't remember it was a nine-hour flight to chicago i think um and on the way back well i think the flight back was a little bit longer it might have been more like 12 with stopover and so on and so forth and um do you know there um there wasn't a single thing on the plane that i could have um, there wasn't there wasn't plant milk there wasn't meals there wasn't snacks even that didn't either have you know residue of dairy in them or whatever and um i spoke to one of the people on the flight and again i will just reiterate this is ba yeah so even the name itself british airways kind yeah. of implies this is the standard for our country yeah you and know? a long flight you're not just talking a couple of hours and all you can make exactly. do that's this is the day. thing <laughs> this is the thing and and so this guy i mean they tried to be really helpful i don't want to diss the cabin crew here but their sort of manager came over and sort of said well, you know you're supposed to tell us in advance and i said well you know the, the, a i didn't book this flight this is my work and two i kind of think in 2022 why wouldn't you be offering that yeah mm-hmm. you know Absolutely. and also on a purely practical level as well if you're flying somewhere and just considering the waste that there must be, because that's important as well. We need to think about waste as well and our yeah. resources, don't we? And so on and so forth. Like it stands to reason non-dairy things last longer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why wouldn't you on a plane <laughs> just use plant-based milks that you can keep reusing rather than all the endless waste? Yeah. You know, it really it was really shocking. Um, and when I came back, I had a right, I had the right face on, didn't I? Love- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's these are all like important things that we do. We bring these up sometimes in comedy moments on stage while we're having a bit of banter. Um, but we know that we're planting a seed out there saying, Hey, it's if you're all about um freedom and fairness and um people not, I mean, that's that's an oppression. That yeah. the simple fact that there isn't plant milk available on a nine-hour flight on a British Airways flight is oppressing to vegans and the d- d- people who are uh, dairy intolerant. 
Yeah, exactly. It, it just is. Yeah. This, this is it. You just presume now because it's so, you know, become so mainstream and so available. But then, you, I mean, I think I was on a train um, and they had a buffet cart and they didn't have any kind of alternative milks. And I was just like, okay, so, you know, it's just a black coffee then. It's just, it's just mm. come on, you know, drag yourself yeah. into <laughs> <laughs> absolutely in this day absolutely. and age it's a bit like if you go somewhere and they're like no we don't you sort of like what do you mean <laughs> yeah yeah it, yeah it really stops you in your tracks doesn't it and it's kind yeah. of like um what what <laughs> yeah I mean I think the hotel thing needs to change and it needs to change quickly because having to yes. request you know to request it ahead of time just for a little bit of milk to go in your cup of tea in your room is just it's just you know a bit ridiculous isn't it it should become standard mm-hmm. so you you mentioned that you sort of veganism you touch on it in your comedy act uh, how oh, what yes. what sort of things do you discuss and how is it received by your audiences i want to give well, props here before she says to how beautifully <laughs> my mother does this because she <laughs> tends to take the lead on this and as in you were telling the story about dominic being really gentle with you i think i'm just this is i'm just fangirling here for my mother um, <laughs> i think i think she, i think she really handles that conversation and leads on it beautifully and really gently so now i'll let her speak no, no, I think we both do. I, th- I think the part that we both play in that conversation is very important because I do my bit and then my asthma brings it back to the act. Um, it, it, but in a nice way. Uh, it, it is, and that's very important because I can get, get quite passionate sometimes. So usually it's somewhere near the beginning of our act um, where we'll kind of say, you know, I'm Gemini, this is my lovely daughter, my asthma, together we're the vegan queens, why are we vegan? Um, and then I'll just kind of launch into, a, you know, well, we don't use anything that comes from an animal in any way, shape or form, not on our faces, not on our bodies, nowhere at all. And then usually um, I'll launch into while we're on the subject just a quick bit of advice here the link between climate change and animal agriculture is definite proven cannot be denied and you're a part of that please just try one vegan meal a week yeah and then and then make it two and then my asthma will say and that's the statement from my mother. Now I'm with yeah. the act. Yeah. There's our vegan propaganda. Let's have a short tune. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Brilliant. Because it is, you know, because it is obviously so, um, such a part of your identity, like you said, and, and even your name that I guess people yeah, exactly. are expecting it. But it's, um, yeah, it's just how you sort of integrate that into the comedy, isn't it? thing is, it's always taken really, really well. Yeah. Yes, it is. Like, I've never heard a boo. No. Uh, never heard a, a negative reaction or seen a negative reaction. People always smile and clap mm-hmm. and acknowledge, I think. And what we hope happens in those moments is that there are seeds planted and some of them may take weeks to grow and some of them may take months to grow, but they will grow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, 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 
people seem to kind of, because the rest of our acts were jumping around the stage, singing pop songs and getting <laughs> everyone really riled up and, and partying. But they never forget that we've said that. In fact, there's been times when we've come off stage and people have said, thank you for speaking up for the animals. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I appreciated that. Amazing. Well done. I love that. Um, Let's talk about food. So you, you, do a bit of cooking or you have done in the past something you, on your youtube channel um i think i watched the one where you were doing the focaccia <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that um, was a good one what sort of food do you like cooking then do you ever like do you eat together a lot i mean i suppose when you're out doing shows and stuff and or do you you know you don't live do you live near each other yeah we don't live we don't live too far from each other it's about kind of it's 20 minutes in a car right um but uh, my asthma will come and eat here regularly because I love to cook. Yeah, she's amazing. I, I absolutely love to cook. I just really enjoy it. However, Gemini and my asthma, when they're together and they've got a kind of recipe and they're planning on filming, they love to cook as well. <laughs> so, I mean, what do we love to cook and eat? Vegan food. Yeah, <laughs> anything yeah. vegan. <laughs> Vegan food. I tell you what, actually, since being vegan, I think that my um, inner world recipe book has been uh, written and expanded to some tune uh, because now I love to um, <clears throat> I have an allotment oh, um, and love to grow stuff. So last year because I grew a load of beetroot. And then I was like, what can I make with beetroot? So uh, I learned how to make borscht. Mm. Um, ah. And um, uh, then kind of that gets me onto other things like stews and soups. What can I do here? African peanut stew, for example. Uh, I don't know if, you, if you've never tried it. It's so worth making. There is a really? recipe blog on those vegan guys channel um because both the vegan queens and those vegan guys have recipes playlists on their uh youtube channels so for the more comedy stuff you'll want the <laughs> vegan queens. uh and for just your basic dance worth recipe in about 10 minutes those vegan guys but yeah food from literally all over the world yeah I, I'm exactly the same. I think I never really used to enjoy food that much before going vegan. And now it's like the whole world is kind of open to me. And and like you say, yeah. with um, you know, just taking one vegetable and thinking, well, what am I going to do with this? And can just literally look up anything you want at any yeah. time and find all yeah. these incredible recipes and YouTube and everything. So yeah, it's uh I think it's it's amazing what you can what you can create. And the peanut stew sounds delicious. I need to try that. Oh, it really is. Yeah. I've never, eat, I've never, eat, I never eat as well as when I'm at, um, yeah. when I'm at house. Let me tell that because she's really great at cooking and has a massive passion for it. I'm more sort of, which you'll know if you've watched our Mavis and Rita recipe videos. Is I'm normally the person putting my elbow in the dough and going, "What do I do? What do I do?" Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. So yeah, but anything you know, it's 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 fun and it's. I think food should be like fun as well, shouldn't it? It's oh yeah, absolutely you know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's something that connects us all at the end of the day, isn't it? And again, we were talking about that last week. 
Um, well, just to finish, what do you? Th- I mean, what do you think the future is of the vegan movement? We've talked a little bit about how it's kind of moving forward. What can we do to kind of come together and you know really drive it forward into you know the next sort of decade? I guess. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go first, my ass? Because I've got quite a little bit to say about this. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna focus on the infighting. Yeah, 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 yeah. For just sure. so I'll, you know, that's cool. I'll talk more. I'll talk more generally then in terms of, I guess I think um, keep on practising, as I hope we do with our act, I think we do, um, that kind of radical compassion and reaching out to people. And, and you know, I think we're all becoming more aware, more than ever before at the moment, of the kind of structural inequalities in society. You know, they've been laid bare, haven't they, particularly coming off COVID and so on and so forth. Yeah. And I think people are slowly, and that's not a critique, it, people come to things in their own time, slowly starting to make all the connections between these different forms of oppression and Mm -hmm. these different forms of societal control and hopefully if we keep approaching people with compassion and going hey there's this have you thought about this then really we can we can look forward to a a a more vegan friendly future for Mm -hmm. all of us definitely brilliant and um, I just think that as vegans, we have to be, we have to embrace that everyone is on their own journey. We haven't, we should never guilt somebody uh, for, for example, eating packaged food. I see that a lot on the internet. Yeah. Someone is, someone is brand new on a vegan journey and they're eating a uh, Beyond Burger. And yeah. someone's ripping them for it and saying that is so unhealthy. Why on earth? Why on earth would you want something that looks and tastes like meat? Because yeah. I really enjoyed meat. That's why. And it, so I think when when someone is on their vegan journey, less shaming, mm. more support on that journey. And just less of the infighting amongst us. If you want to be a whole food plant-based vegan because you're a purist or a bodybuilder or, or whatever you are, fine, lovely. Don't expect everyone to be like you mm. because what you do is you push people away from the journey. And if you've ever had a bad journey, you don't want to go back on it, do you? Yeah. It's it's that simple. So just let's help each other more. Let's stop with this infighting. We are all vegans, no matter where we are on that spectrum. Mm-hmm. We're all vegans, and that's the important thing. So let's support and encourage each other without the shaming. That's so oh. well said. Yeah, you need to be up on a lectern somewhere, like giving a... <laughs> You've got me all fired up now. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, you see on Facebook all the time, don't you? Oh, it's got palm oil. You know, someone's sort of, is this vegan? Is this okay for me to eat? No, it's got palm oil in it. And then they're like, oh, palm oil. Okay, is that not vegan? It's like, just, you know, just kind of like, just, just keep it simple. If, if you're new to veganism, you can't cope with all these, you know, I've got to yeah. go vegan and I've got to be palm oil free and I've got to be plastic free and I've got to be organic. And it's like, it's too much for someone, yeah. some of us to kind of deal with all at once. Just, you know, let, like you exactly. say, just support everybody wherever they are. And, you know, if they have a bit of dairy and they slip up, you know, it's not the end of the world. Just encourage each other to keep going. And this is why one of the key phrases of uh, those vegan guys who are strangely very close to the vegan queens (laughs) 
is uh, and actually they, they have a free ebook with the same title down to earth vegan right uh, and down and down to earth veganism yeah. it's, it's just like if i'm having beans on toast it's it okay it's not whole food plant-based but it's vegan yeah so so just leave me alone while i enjoy my beans <laughs> on toast thank you very much <laughs> Well, especially if you're at the Hilton Hotel, that's all you'll be getting. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, indeed. You know I mean? Or indeed on a BA flight. Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Just crash them one more time before we cut off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did, we, did we mention? Oh, it's been so lovely chatting to you both. Thank you so much for joining us. And um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll look forward to seeing what you do in the future. Thanks so much. There, uh, just to let your listeners know, there's um, quite a bit more coming up with Generation Vegan. Um, it's part of the debunk series we did with them, uh, and they are well worth watching out for. There's even a change of outfits. Lovely. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of outfit changing. I noticed on your uh, on your channels. It's brilliant. Oh God, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you enjoy today's episode? If so, make sure you share it with a friend, leave us a review or send us some feedback. We can only keep going with the help of our lovely listeners. We're back next Thursday, but in the meantime, head to veganfoodliving.com, sign up to our newsletters for all the latest podcast news. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 